Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Stuttering Springboard. In this podcast, Ryan Nolan interviews Andrew Snedeker, a recent graduate of Drexel University and a, a current research fellow at the Bloomberg Institute. Andrew shares his a journey from high school to college and now st- starting his career. Listen as Andrew can now give advice to his 8th grade self, his high school self, and his college self. His message is to treat yourself like your own best friend, join things, and dis- disclose your st- stutter whenever you can and reduce avoidance. Turning inward is far worse than your stutter. The goal is not about becoming 100% fluent. It's about talking more and using authentic communication. Welcome to the Stuttering Springboard podcast, put on by Nolan Stuttering Foundation to help young people springboard to the next level in life so that nothing will stop them from being the best versions of themselves. I have um, a terrific guest today. His name is Andrew Snedeker. Andrew is a fellow at the Baranch Bloomberg Institute. His main focus is advancing research and therapeutics related to hepatitis B. He's a recent graduate of Drexel in the spring of 2021 with a Bachelor of Science degree in biology. Andrew is 23 years old. Andrew was my first Wolfpack member. Wolfpack was sort of the predecessor to the Nolan Stuttering Foundation. Um, Andrew, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, uh, Brian. I'm very... (laughs) Happy to be here. Um, so far, I've listened to all the 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 stuttering springboard podcast. Have you? Um, it's I, I, I'm beyond impressed. The get you're pulling some big names in the stuttering world already. And it doesn't surprise me one bit. Well, well, you're the biggest name that I've pulled so far. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm going to tell you why. I agree to disagree on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Um, because you you were the first phone call uh, that I made back in 2020 um, when uh, Joe Donahue and I started decided to start. Um, a program for young people who stutter and it was a peer group and we called it the wolf pack and he gave me a list of names and I was nervous calling you. Um, Cause I, had, it was, it was a big thing for me to start something like this. And you have been, um, you have been the energy that has come out of the, of the wolf pack. You represent everything that we want young people who stutter to achieve in terms of not letting their stutter stop them from doing what they want. 
So with a recent graduate and currently working in the lab, can you tell us a little bit about what your typical day is like for you? Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, first, I'd, I'd just like to say that um, Brian gave a great introduction and it's very, it, it sounds very formal, um, but I'd just like to emphasize that I'm a, a, a normal young person who stutters. Um, I, I'm going to try to, to relate to, to the, to people like me, mm -hmm. just normal young adults who stutter. Um, so yes, uh, as you said, I work in research. So I go into the lab on Monday and then I try and plan my week uh, with my, so right now, me and my PI, my boss, uh, essentially, meet on Monday mornings and um, go over, like, we have some back and forth about what I'm going to be doing for the week, which is great. So I can sort of see what my schedule is going to be like, plan experiments ahead of time, uh, and that's all great. But then throughout the week, um, things don't, 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 <laughs> don't always plan. go according to plan, and that's okay too. And so um, I, 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 I would say that problems solving is a pretty essential and big part of my day when things come up. What are the biggest problems that come up? Um, well, um, so sometimes it's simple things. Well, sometimes it's things like the machine I'm using it doesn't seem to be working or I've never used it before. So I have to learn how to, to figure out how to use it. Um, uh, and, but then other times I have a plan for the week like a goal, um, but then uh, the something, one of the early steps, the results um, mm. might, like we might have to change course a little bit. Maybe I like that, okay. Things a little bit differently. So we just, uh, so I usually I'm at this stage where usually I'll um, uh, 
try and figure th things out by myself mm. first. And, but then I, I have a, I, I always have, I, 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 I have a great supervisor who I feel like I can always go to and we'll figure it out. So um, having a great supervisor is really important, yeah, huh? It is. Do, do, you, yeah. do you talk, do you talk about stuttering with, with your supervisor? Um, well, n n not since, uh the be beginning uh so as you'll probably learn uh by the end of this i'm a a a fan of disclosure that mm. that is telling people that you stutter and that it's okay to stutter and um uh, getting on the same page in that regard. Um, so uh, I remember like when I interviewed, I one of the first things I, I said was just like, hey, uh, I'm a person who's Stutters, and um, I uh, really just tried to emphasize that it it wasn't a big deal to me, and that I, I kind of just hope that we can move on and get in, you know, be productive. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, yeah, I mean, often it, it, it's, it's as big of a deal as we want to make it. Ex we, we exactly. And, and if we make it a big deal, I, I know, I know, um, Joe always talks about, um, people react to our stutter the way we react to our stutter. And so if we, if we can show some, some comfort with it, acceptance of it, not letting it stop us from who we are, and we just matter of fact, go on, then they will as well. And pretty soon it, it just becomes another thing that, that defines us, not, not the thing that, that defines us. Yes, definitely. Well, on, on that, um, if you were to put on a scale of one to 10, um, 10 being high, how much has stuttering impacted your life? Um, probably about an eight. So pretty sig significant. Um, there, there are, so, but I will say that, uh, perhaps it's not totally negative, right? So, um, obviously, uh, it's, it can be pretty difficult for me to communicate uh fluently at least so um it's it's scary to communicate that there i um for 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 a long time i i tended to avoid communicating 
Sure. Um, I, I feel shame about the stuttering. Um, but as I've just gone on with life and um, something I think just hit me that like, uh, there are, it's the, um, there, uh, people who stutter uh, tend to have a lot of good things about their mm. personality that uh, is so much more important than just fluency. Um, so, for example, uh, I, I, I think that um, people who stutter tend to be more empathetic towards others. Mm -hmm. uh, they're good listeners mm -hmm. because they know how it feels to be ignored and not be taken as seriously. Um, but, and then, but I think the, one of the most interesting things is I sometimes see it as a filter for recognizing good people around you. And so if you think about, um, like, when you communicate with someone and they and you stutter um the people that listened to you and re and react in such a way that makes you f feel good those are those are probably good good-hearted genuine people who you want who you've just met and that's great and and you should recognize that it is a good filter around. it is a good yeah. filter and then on the other hand of course if someone is being 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 a little uh it is not treating you with respect that's that's a sign that uh, okay maybe i don't want uh, you can see th through that person yes, right can. away yes, some people might be tricked by this person who um who um uh yeah but we have that ability to recognize uh uh empathetic and respectful people no question about it yeah i'm gonna yeah. On that scale question, I want to give myself a 10 in terms of how much it impacted my life, meaning I it impacted my life um, as much, if not more, than anything else 
in my life. I mean, it it no longer sort of impacts my day to day. Um, but as I look back in my development and what I thought about, um, I I think of uh, Christopher Anderson's new book, Every Waking Moment, and I think about how how I I saw life through a stuttering lens. Um, but I was I was just on a podcast with uh, Dr. Ingo Helbig, and we talked about the the superpower that it, it gave us and me. I believe is the ability. When you walk in a room, you can completely read the room. You're aware of everything. Your senses are so heightened. You're aware of emotions and stuff. So what, what maybe gets impacted one way, the brain gives you other things that you wouldn't be you if you didn't stutter. And I'm not sure if I'd want to lose those things. Yeah. Uh, something that... I wanted to bring up to you one way or another um, was I heard uh, when you talked to Dr. Boyle, I believe um, you guys uh, talked about disclosure and then you mm. said that I, I think both of you agreed that um, it, it was still uncomfortable for you mm. to stutter in front of them thereafter. Am I correct about that? No, no, you, you've appropriately called me out. <laughs> oh, no, well, the- No, no you have, it's fair. Wrong. No, it's, it's definitely no, it's not feeling. a right or wrong way. No, it's you know it's a yeah. feeling that we work through, right? Um, it just just shows that at age fifty nine, I'm I'm still working through this. I I disclose it publicly. I've disclosed it in presentations in front of a couple hundred people. Um, but for whatever reason, um, uh, when I stutter, I'll I'll still look to switch words. Um, I'll still not feel. Um, I haven't pushed through the moment that that I that I still need to um, to be okay with it. So yeah, I'm 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 still on my journey, and I've got quite a ways to go. And in many respects, I've, um, you've you're you're further in your journey than I am, Andrew. Uh, oh uh, no, <laughs> um, I was just going to mention that um, it was so. Um, I, 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 I thought it was interesting that you guys agreed on that and brought that up. Um, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I, I, I actually feel like if I, in situations where I tell people that I stutter and then for whatever reason after that I'm fluent well so that first of all that doesn't that's rarely the case but but when if I'm fluent I feel like something is missing 
if that like I feel like I'm not being genuine. Huh. Uh, it's like a diff. It's like something. So I think it goes. So uh, when you say that, like stuttering is a is a part of you, and it kind of makes us who we are. I agree, and if not for that reason, that um, yeah, that so. I'd be curious if anybody else has this like just uh, um, feels like uh, stut like stuttering uh, is you you your personality and just how you ex express yourself and the stuttering is a, a part of that and it's, a, it's almost like the authentic without view. it yeah without it it's I mean I don't know who that is you know I, I don't know who that mm. totally fluent person person is I, that's I, yeah that's pretty that's pretty deep. I'm going to have to yeah. process that one. Um, so I guess there's two. So there's multiple ways of looking at it. Yeah. You know, I think. Um, well, now you've brought, now that you've opened Pandora's box, um, <laughs> I I think there's this uh, dichotomy <clears throat> that exists inside of me that I'm 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 trying to bring closer together. Um, the dichotomy of the no, Brian's Brian fluent. Brian fluent. Um, no, no, Brian stutters, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Brian, now I want to incorporate the fact that I stutter periodically into the authentic Brian, and um, I'm still working on that. Yeah, <laughs> I think we all. I think we all are and it's a continue it it never ends let's get into your um college um how did being a person who stutters affect you in college and can you share with us an experience or two yes uh so i'm a pretty recent graduate of college um and uh uh, I would say that was um, college, especially early on, like freshman, my first year uh, was probably my lowest point uh, in terms of my stuttering journey and just how I felt about myself in general. Uh, I struggled with constant feelings of just inadequacy. Like I couldn't do anything right. I couldn't even speak correctly, uh, quote unquote. Um, and I just had massive sh shame about 
stuttering. I hated stuttering in front of people. In fact, I, 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 I would do anything to not stutter in front of people. Uh, and what that looks like was basically avoiding every interaction that I possibly could. Um, I remember not participating in any of my classes. I just sat in the back and just like the, but it was beyond that because the moment I walked into a classroom uh, back in these times, I, I just had this massive wave of anxiety, like, mm. like I was in the spotlight and that I, because I was so afraid that someone and that, that I'd have to talk to someone or that I'd have to speak. Uh, so early on in too early in college, I pretty much uh, stopped going to, to classes at all. Um, again, this was for at least half of, of my first year. Uh, and I could hardly focus, uh, like I said, I just um, felt, I um, could hardly focus on class because I was just so like th this feeling of like, oh my gosh, what if someone tries, what if I'm, put in a situation where I'd have to, to talk to someone and then they would know I stutter. Um, so I got grades back and they were not good, not mm -hmm. good at all. And uh, I knew, but I knew that I could do better. Um, so, um, eventually, I, I, um, I, I began to address the fear of stuttering, and I tr tried to approach it from a different way. So previously I was, it was, I was fluency focused. Like if I wasn't 100% fluent all the time, I'm a failure and everything. Uh, and I was doing something wrong, but I met Joe Donaher, as many of us know, at least friends of the podcast know, um, Dr. Joe Donaher, um, and 
he really just got me to look at it from a much more uh, productive way. Just we, I needed to address my fear of this stuttering and avoidance of situations. Um, so I, um, I went to classes. Um, I met with, uh, teachers in, in, in office hours. Um, I interacted more with friends and classmates. And I just realized that um, I was sacrificing too much for this thing that really, um, it's just, it, it's, it, it's fluent, fluency is not even all of communication. And I was letting that stop me from doing so much and it didn't make any sense. Fluency monster. It yeah. Did, it didn't deserve. It didn't deserve to take over your life. Yeah. The, yeah. I gave it so much power uh, that it, it's, I just had to learn over time that, that actually I'm more than just the, the, what the fluency of my, of my sentences, mm-hmm. you know? If um, <clears throat> if you went back in time, and and Joe wanted me to ask this question mm-hmm. to you, if you went back in time to when you were about to start college, what would you do differently? Y- yes, one hundred percent. I would get involved. So I'm just going to say, get involved. So mm. um, get involved in in classes be present there uh be get involved in fun clubs and activities um social stuff get involved um do the things that i i I want to do or sound interesting to me and there's only one way to find out if you like something and that's to try it. Um, And just don't let fear of stuttering hold me back. So, so would you say there was, there's almost um, a turning point in your life generally from um, avoidance and fear to, um, to reducing avoidance, to going for it, to knowing that the only way out is through it and 
can you do you remember like like that mental shift in your brain when that happened um well i, I will say that the wolf pack had a a very big influence on my journey and it just reinforced the fact that 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 I'm normal uh I just stutter um but I mean going and interacting with other young people who stutter and adults as well I just they're all cool people and th that I cool. that I want to be around and um we have personalities that are worth sharing and uh um that I'm not alone so I would say that was a, a turning point that, that just made me more comfortable being me and um i didn't have to go out go out into the world and try and impress everybody all the time like i kind of was before right um That's such good stuff yeah do, do you do any self-talk now the self-talk help you through it at all um I mean, there's like negative self-talk, right? right. And then there's positive yeah. self-talk. You know, the negative self-talk is when you walk into class and um, you're beating yeah. yourself up. You're saying negative things. I don't want to talk. Yeah. The positive self-talk is um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to join things. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get involved. I'm not going to let the fact that I'm not fluid, uh, fluent uh, prevent me from doing something. Do you, do you have that dialogue in, in your head? Um, I definitely have the, I, I, I mean, I remember, I more remember, uh, times when I had this negative, just beating myself up attitude about it. Um, I, I, um, I think that uh, something that my my mom told me that 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 I think about and I think it counts as some positive self talk is that. You should treat yourself like your own best friend. Mm. If you, I mean, we're nice people. You're a nice guy. If you had a friend who's stuttered, you wouldn't think twice about it and you wouldn't think that it should be this big thing um so i think putting things in 
perspective of like what if it was somebody else how would you react um and you can't control what people are going to think about you or say about you if they do if they if they do that but um and it probably isn't always going to be good but uh it never is so why so just um, focus on what you can control, uh, which is uh, letting your personality shine through stuttering and yeah. And and that you do, Andrew, from, from the moment that I first met you, it was clear to me. Uh, what, uh, so you're, you're in an interesting uh, career here. You're in a fellowship. Um, and then in, in the biological area, studying hepatitis B, and you're in a kind of a interesting place to springboard again. Exactly. Um, in a year or two, I guess. And <clears throat> yeah. um, I guess a, you know, a couple of things come to mind. Where where is stuttering uh, in that in that discussion in that in mm -hmm. that uh, decision? Is it should it be? Um, and where do you go next? Yeah. So actually, I am considering uh, now uh, going back to school uh, to get you're a glutton for punishment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To get a PhD. Uh, ah. So, um, what's crazy about that is if you if you asked me even a year ago, um, just fresh off of my college kind of college, you could say, um, left. I, I I definitely had to work through a lot of adversity there and it left kind of a distaste for school. Uh, it left a bad taste in my mouth about that. Uh, so I didn't want to go back um, if you had asked me even a year ago, but I, I think now I, I'm up for the challenge and uh, if it's what I decide is best for my career, I'm going to go for it. If it's, if it is what I want to do and the long and sh short of it is that stuttering is not going to play any role in that, uh, whatsoever. So this, this whole. So concept of avoidance, do you, do you continue working on reducing avoidance? Yeah, I continue to work on it. Like you said, um, I, uh, I, um,
yeah i so with avoidance uh with reducing avoidance um first i had to become comfortable stuttering in front of people so that was the first thing so uh this kind of becoming more accepting and comfortable and just friendly to my to myself because when i was focused on fluency and just being fluent all the time there was no that wasn't really an achievable goal for me mm. to um so once i uh, um became more comfortable and reduced fear of stuttering i just started talking more um because I was genuinely willing to at that point. I didn't really have to force it as much because I already had this foundation of comfort. Um, so um, I, I, I wouldn't even say that I really put myself in like particularly stressful speaking situations just for the heck of it or like as practice or whatever it just i just um try tried to not to not let stuttering be a reason to not do something so if i wanted to order something I, I i would do it even if i stuttered it was not really a factor anymore so um, so once you change once you change the goal you sort of change your whole perspective on life exactly and and the goal for years was fluency exactly and that that wasn't a fair goal mm -hmm. and now the goal is to talk more now the goal is to be authentic. Mm -hmm. Now the goal is to, is to focus on what you want to say, not how you want to say it, and be authentic. That's exactly right. And that that is such a powerful message for everybody to hear. <clears throat> and I mean, I all, all all of us grew up. All of us who started grew up as young kids, thinking the goal is fluency. Mm -hmm. Many parents think the goal is fluency. Um, the goal, the goal is to become the best version of whoever you yeah. are, and the goal is to be happy, and, mm -hmm. and the goal yeah, is to exactly. be authentic and to be you. And um, yeah. what happens is when when we stutter, uh, we beat ourselves up, and that's what we got to change. Um, we got to treat ourselves like our own best friends. That's a great comment that that she said. <clears throat> I want to um, I want to end with with a a couple questions. I want you to give kind of a one sentence answer to these, okay? I I didn't include this in the prep, so I'm gonna I'm calling an audible here. I'm putting you on the okay. spot. Okay, I'll try my best here. We'll see we'll see how this goes. <laughs> <clears throat> if you can go back in time, what do you want to tell the eighth grade Andrew? Hmm. 
it's you're an gonna, eighth grader. Yeah. You're looking back in time. Mm -hmm. What do you want to tell the eighth grade, Andrew? It, it, you're saying to keep it, keep it short. Just right? to, you've got a wisdom. You've got, okay. you've got a piece One of wisdom. Sentence. One or One two sentence. sentences. Okay. I'll give you a second sentence. It, it, it'll be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Okay. Because we don't think it's going to be okay when we're in eighth no. grade. Always um, looking at what could go wrong, not what could go right. What do you want to say to the 11th grade, Andrew? Um, uh, for that one, probably start putting yourself out there. Uh, jump in. Yes, yeah, that's it. In. You're about, I'm f from the, the future and I can tell you <laughs> that uh, you're about to go into your sh to retreat and hide in your shell and it's not gonna be good f f for anybody so um, start putting yourself out there let's go baby just do it okay now you're a present day. What are you telling yourself now about where you're going? Um, um, over the years, I've learned that that you will sacrifice so much more by avoiding and not being yourself than you will by stuttering. Uh, so I would say stuttering is not the sacrifice. The, the, the sacrifice is not stuttering. I love it. <clears throat> there, there's the wisdom. Um, Andrew Snedeker is going to be joining uh, the board of, of the Noel Stuttering Foundation um, because he represents in so many ways um, what the work that we want to do. And uh, so the board's going to be forming this year. Um, the organization is only only five months old or so. Um, so, hey, Andrew, uh, thanks so much for joining us today and for being your uh, authentic self. Um, I, I think I speak for the, the whole uh, stuttering community when I tell you how proud we are of, of, your, of how you've broken through and not letting stuttering stop you. Uh, well, Brian, thank you so much for having me on here. Um, it, you're a great friend. And at the end of the day, I think that is what we all need. Um, so thank you 
and I'm looking f forward to to working with you going f forward. I can't wait till I can call you Dr. Snedeker. <laughs> no, no one. Well, uh, no one will be calling me Dr. Snedeker. I can assure you of that. No, oh, yeah, it's be all, first. It's gonna be all Andrews. So, thanks, thanks buddy. We're gonna have you back on next next year uh, to see where where your journey has taken you. Have a great night. It sounds good. You too. Nolan Stuttering Foundations, or NSF's primary purpose is to bring young people who stutter together and help them become the best versions of themselves. We do this through programming design to help them share and navigate the unique communication and psychological challenge they experience. NSF helps prepare young people to take the next step in their lives, whether it's high school, college, or, or, or your, your career. For ideas and, and contributions to the podcast, contact us at info at nolansf.org.